Ed just got back from a reporting trip in Puerto Rico, which has, for some bizarre reason, become like a big center of crypto enthusiasm. And I truly do not know or understand why. Maybe it's because I'm an old fuddy-duddy. You know, I was just, <laughs> I was just uh, thinking yesterday that I am increasingly madder that I have to uh, like even know about Web3, let alone take it seriously. Uh, you know, this bullshit about like, yeah, Web3 as the decentralized internet built on, you know, blockchain and crypto and blah, blah, blah. Ed, can you tell us a little, tell us about your trip to Puerto Rico? And, and I mean, first tell us why, why did you go to Puerto Rico to do reporting on crypto? Like why, why is that the place it's happening? Puerto Rico is where the demons have uh, assembled. But, um, uh, fuck, I wish I knew the name of the city. In the, in the, in the, uh, it's Mageddon. It's Mageddon for all these devils right now, right? In the end days. And so we're getting them all together and there's a plan. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to purge them when they all get to the island. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> battle royale, baby. Yeah, yeah. Battle royale. <laughs> yeah. We could have a squid game where all the, all the crypto people go to Puerto Rico, but like away from everyone who live who actually lives there and they can get each one of them is worth, let's say five Bitcoin. And, Ooh. you know, at the end, if they, you know, as more people die, more Bitcoin accumulates in a giant piggy bank in the sky. Uh, <laughs> and whoever, you know, at the end of the game is left standing, gets all the Bitcoin, all which is, you know, all, you get all the Bitcoin, which is suspiciously equal to the amount that's in Satoshi um, wallets. I think that'd be good. <laughs> Way back in the day, radio stations, uh, they would have this big thing like every summer where you would have like 20 people. And what you had to do is you had to keep your hands on a car. And if you're the last person standing with your hands on the car, you won the car. And some, some of those things lasted for hours or like people would try to like sabotage each other. That's what we should do with these crypto assholes. Just Hell Puerto yeah. Rico in the middle of July hurricane season and have them all stand around like a fishbowl and just, they have to hold the fishbowl and they can't let go of it. And the last person standing gets all the shit. Yeah, dude, listen. It's the, uh, it's the, it's that giveaway that happened back in, uh, like, I don't know, like a, like a long time ago, like 20 years or something where it was 2001 and this, I think it was a radio station or, or a company was running a, uh, like a giveaway where they were like, you know, we'll give you a Toyota, right? Like, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta do this, ex, you know, this endurance test. Yeah. Like keeping your hand on the car for 24 hours or whatever, and you get a Toyota. And then the, the woman who won the, they gave her a toy Yoda doll, not, <laughs> not a Toyota car, a toy Yoda. <laughs> and they were like, psych, April Fool's. It was just a big joke. <laughs> like, that's what this shit is, right? Like, like it's one of those giveaways where, yeah, you play the squid game and you got all the Bitcoin that's in the piggy bank in the metaverse. And then, you know, whoever wins at the end of the day, they, they don't get the Bitcoin. They get a bit coin you know? yeah, one of my <laughs> <laughs> another thing we could do we could do something like that but it's deal or no deal um and everybody who's holding a briefcase is an fbi agent who will arrest who might arrest you and inside is either a bitcoin which is going to just be a bitcoin or uh your um your sentence uh, for your for your mm. securities fraud. What the fuck is that? <laughs> your sentence for <laughs> for security fraud. 
Um, and, uh, you know, the banker is the head FBI or SEC agent. And so they'll call you and they'll be like, I don't, th- you know, I think I'll give you uh, four years community service or some shit, whatever they usually get. And he's like, no, I think I have the Bitcoin. He's like, are you sure it's a Bitcoin? What if you have 35 years? <laughs> um, and then at the end, if you have the Bitcoin, you just get the bit, you just get a Bitcoin. I think that'll work. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see. But, um, what I went there to do really was to talk to, um, crypto enthusiasts, um, because they have made, they are flocking to Puerto Rico. They're flocking to Puerto Rico for a few reasons. Uh, the main reason, which many of our listeners may not know is that Puerto Rico is a tax haven. Puerto Rico is a tax haven where there's no federal personal income tax, there's no capital gains tax, and there's pretty low business taxes, right? And so specifically, right, they're being drawn there with uh, two laws, right? Act 20 and Act 22, right? Act 20 is basically like a 4% tax for businesses that export services, like crypto services, right? Act 22 is where you're going to, you know, the tax benefits that I've talked about, where it's like, okay, look, you don't actually have to, if you're a resident, you don't actually have to pay any of the mainland's taxes. You just have to spend 183 days here, right? And you won't have investments tax, you won't have interest tax, you won't have dividends taxed, right? And you don't even have to really live here. You can live on a boat in the water, right? You just have to spend 183 days of the year, in Puerto Rico. So a lot of people flock there. They flocked there beginning in 2018 because of Hurricane Maria. Uh, It opened an opportunity, you know, as disasters happen in a lot of these island nations, they become experiments and testing grounds for um, uh, crypto enthusiasts, billionaires, millionaires to roll out payment systems and infrastructure so that people can adopt cryptocurrency. Often do this as do these individuals uh, incentivizing nonprofits. Sometimes they'll use biometric verification. Sometimes they'll just throw cryptocurrencies at people. But the point is they use, it's a shock doctrine sort of technique, right? Where you come in after a disaster and when everyone is kind of like focused on rebuilding and doesn't have the infrastructure the or the autonomy or the agency to really resist your efforts to direct a lot of money and effort and energy and political power into one thing, crypto. 